The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and, and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away an MLB jersey as part of their wildcard playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. That's right. Welcome to the show. Episode 43. Man, I I have an esteemed guest this week. Like, And I've had good guests. I mean, Dan Torgman, he can lift 100 pounds up right over his head. But this might be my my number one guest of all time thus far. I've got joining me, and who am I? Shea Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland, host of this year's Shindig. I got joining me, Mr. Peter Thomas Fornital of In the Money Media. Pete, how's it going, man? How you doing, Wolf? What's the latest? It's so good to be on these airwaves. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I can take top billing over Dan, but maybe he and I can arm wrestle or something to be honest. You know, Dan plucked me out of obscurity, uh, which if anyone really wants to know where to direct those complaints, that's exactly where they should go. Uh, this is all Dan's fault that I have a microphone in front of me. But uh, yeah, uh, Dan's good people. Really like Dan. I hug him. I touch middles even whenever we hug uh, every time I see him. But yeah, man, uh, this man, I mentioned in the money media, an author. We're talking the women contest player. A lion's tale, which I believe what about Chris Jericho, uh, back to the garden, the story of Woodstock and others. I <laughs> listen, horse racing, poker, drinking, music, wrestling. What what don't you cover? What else is there? Right, right. So I'm gonna start you off with a softball here, and that is Kevin McReynolds, great met or greatest met. <laughs> I had the pleasure of meeting Kevin. It might have been, it was a a similar event to when I met you years ago, Mm -hmm. the 10 strike party on Arkansas Derby Day. And I saw him there and, you know, friends of friends through the 10 strike family. And I went up to him and I said, Kevin, you know, I'm a lifelong Mets fan. And he just looked at me very deadpan and said, I'll forgive you for that. (laughs) He, my dad was actually Kevin McReynolds dentist. He's from here. He was sitting in my dad's dental chair when he got the phone call that said he was the highest paid player in baseball. He was also sitting in my dad's dental chair two minutes later when he got another phone call that said he was no longer the highest paid player <laughs> in baseball. I own the, I had the Guinness world record for world's largest uh, and least valuable Kevin McReynolds memorabilia collection. I'll tell you what, I mean, you know, you got a bad rap. You, when you, when you're a member of the media, you know, I, don't consider myself a journalist. I'm a horse racing marketing guy. Mm-hmm. I, I make mm-hmm. no bones about that. But the media, for whatever reason, I, I don't know, they decided they didn't like him. And the, to, to have promulgated, for those that don't know, the famous story that got, and, you know, obviously Kevin probably didn't do 
you know, as as well as he would have liked or anybody would have liked in New York, but he wasn't awful or anything. But there was a quote in the paper that I swear made the relationship just go completely wrong. And it was something like, you know, end of God, whatever season it would have been, 87 maybe. Oh, he just wanted to go duck hunting. Yeah, exactly. I win either way. Either we go to the playoffs or I get to go home and go duck hunting. I actually got to got to hunt at his duck lodge and it is it is dope. The double deuce. It is real dope. They did not need to play that story the way they did. I don't think he no. said it like uh, twirling his mustache like a villain the way it was portrayed. Uh, something I tells me, yeah, I like so, something tells me the people of Flushing like just don't understand the the pleasure of a flooded timber duck hunt on a <laughs> on a you cold have January a lot day. There's you can go upstate and hunt. My my grandfather who grew up in uh, in uh, Port Washington, he didn't grow up in Port Washington, but lived in Port Washington, Long Island for a long time where I grew up with it would go upstate to, to hunt and fish. And there are people here who appreciate those, uh, appreciate those things. But uh, yeah, just the way that story got spun, it did, it didn't do anybody any favors. So we can talk about X Mets, about Arkansas based baseball players, but let's, let's get into the, to the horse racing. Why, why the man is here. So I had the privilege of meeting you and Steve Bick at the Arkansas Derby in 2018. Uh, talk about the impact that meeting has had on your life. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, one of the reasons I love going to Oakland is because you always meet interesting people. You know, obviously, Bick and I, had we go way back. But uh, to have met you and, and the 10 Strike followers and, and you know, the, the, just the various assortment of all, all manner of, of degenerates who populate the 10 strike party. It, it, it was, it was momentous. It was life changing. And I'm bummed that I haven't been since 2019 and I'm not quite sure when I'll, when I'll get back, but it's a good, uh, it, it's a track that's definitely worthy of, of paying attention to and visiting. What, what if I answer it that way? That works. That works. Uh, listen, anything that you say about uh, Arkansas and Oakland is 100% going to be more flattering than anything Megan Devine has ever said about it. Like in my presence, nonetheless, she didn't even like hold back, uh, which kind of Megan's brand. She just lets it fire. But yeah, she ripped Arkansas and Oakland apart one uh, really? <laughs> one live stream we were doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any racetrack you go to, and I think this is true of a lot of cities too. You know, I think of it this way about New York City. If you don't have a curated experience, it's easy to have a bad experience. And I could see getting in the wrong, you know, it's not the, the inside of that building or whatever. Like, it's not wonderful. It's just that, you know, I part of why I probably like it so much is the fact that we were on the infield and I've spent mm -hmm. most of my time there and with great people who could show me a good time. So yeah. it wouldn't shock me. You could go to Saratoga and, and not get a good steer and have a bad experience, too. So, you know, I, I, I could see where that's coming from. I, I think you had like a you're running like a show parlay for the ten strike tent whenever uh whenever well, I that's uh, a great bet at Oaklawn because they have that bonus on track show bonus yeah mm -hmm. man you couple that with some you couple that with with penny breakage I might I might have to move to Arkansas just to play that all winter there you go I mean bath out it really is just like Saratoga South quite honestly I mean you have I assume they have bathhouses in Saratoga. It seems like a bathhousey kind of place. Um, Spas, I, but I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Uh, you know, potato, pa bathhouse, <laughs> you know. Uh, we are going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTB. When we get back, I'm going to talk more about to uh, Mr. Peter Thomas Fornital about In The Money Media. We will be right back. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? 
Well, now is the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day and where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Are you looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned 6 bucks into 4000 Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. WinBet is truly hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, service conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Listen, if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch it on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get a 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And uh, don't forget, folks, it's the month of Pop and Locktober. That's right. I, there's an opening on the Heather Pop and Locklears if you want to join my crew at any point, by the way. At least half of that video is shot down the block for me, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Hold on. I was thinking Africa. Well, I guess it doesn't matter what borough Africa Bambata was from. He's Bronx. Yeah, I was going to say he's Bronx, but he has the ability to, I guess, take cameras places. It's not like he was dealing <laughs> with something from like the Thomas Alva Edison line or anything. But let's talk about In the Money Media and the Players Podcast. And I'll, I mean, if you're not. Listeners, if you're not familiar with the Players Podcast, I caught on to it. Uh, that's how I initially started bothering this man on Twitter, uh, back when it was under the uh, the DRF pod sphere. Uh, what was the catalyst for you to jump from DRF to creating uh, In the Money Media? It's interesting because we had a great experience at DRF. You know, I was at DRF covering tournaments, and the podcast that Matt Bernier and I started in October of 2014, when there were no racing podcasts at there had been racing podcasts Derek Simon I always like to give him credit as being sort of the OG when people say we're the OG we're not really because he was doing the you know back in the you bet days of show but that had lapsed and there was nothing going on and Matt and I just moonlighting basically on our own jobs decided hey shouldn't there be a racing podcast and it really it took off and it became something that I could tell was something real and different especially the way the media landscape was changing and at, and at drf you know drf they're they're setting their ways they they had they had a business model and they didn't want to alter that business model to you know include the all the ways that i thought this podcast could be could be monetized and we briefly tried to come up with a way to for me to be a freelancer and 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 continue to work for them in in some way shape or form but it just it all just sort of didn't go anywhere and they just decided this is way too good of an idea. Um, and we did on a leap of faith. I didn't want to have a break between DRF and in the money. 
So we actually committed, Jonathan and myself, Jonathan Kinchin, mm -hmm. to keeping the show going, really relaunching the show before we had any business plan, before we had a single sponsor. You know, our last show at, at DRF was, um, I wish I could remember the particulars, but it was, you know, basically four days later, we had our first, our, our first independent show. We did it as a leap of faith. And, you know, within two weeks, we had sponsor commitments. We got very fortunate between um, people we knew in the industry from the contest world, uh, Brian Skirk at Mammoth, Nate Newby, Santa Anita, of course, 10 Strike and, and uh, TRF, Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation, were even before them. So, I mean, it really uh, almost happened. It wasn't like we sat and spent six months saying, how are we going to launch on our own? It sure. was, we just went from, okay, they don't get what we do. We know it's good. And there was a little bit of will show them, which is why somewhat derisively for uh, the next year or so, we wouldn't say their name on air. We referred to them as the place with the letters. I'm happy to say relations these days with DRF, very, very good. No harm, no foul. It, it all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. So did do you feel like you have a little bit more freedom to speak about issues in horse racing than you had when you're under the DRF umbrella, which I mean, I, I completely understand it because if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, your, your access can pretty much just be gone. Uh, depend, you know, no matter who you work for. Um, but you know, now that you've kind of built this, do we dare call it a conglomerate, a conglomerate? Um, I prefer empire, but you know, you go, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you've got a little bit more more freedom to, to speak your mind? It's interesting. We do and we don't, I would say. But uh, in one sense, yes, obviously we do because DRF had some particular, um, you know, saws that they had to had to, you know, deal with. So, like, I mean, just to give you one example, I, I made a comment at one point on on the show about free data. And got a call saying, you can't talk about that on the air. Like, we make a lot of money selling data to people. All right, all right. Yeah. So, like, I can definitely be more objective. But, you know, we've got, at this point, every major industry player as a sponsor. And it's uh, the way I look at it. Again, I never pretend to be a journalist. That would be dishonest. All the money comes from endemic industry sponsorship. And I don't want to make any bones about that. And I'll yeah. say sometimes when talking about somebody, they're if I'm, especially if I'm praising, I'm going to be like, well, they're a sponsor, but I really think this thing that uh, Keeneland is doing is great or whatever. Beef Reader's Cup is great. But, you know, I can't, so I, I cannot, I cannot be, you know, doing independent journalism and, and the, these things because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be honest. At the same time, I will be critical of stuff like what happened at Naira this summer. And it's the same thing. I'll say there are, they're a sponsor. We do business with them, but I, I don't know what happened when they with this pick five sequence this day, or I don't know what happened with this DQ. We, we'll we we try to be we try to be objective, but there's no doubt that there are kid gloves compared to what the show would sound like if we were sponsored by a beer and a car company, and right. we were more in the under the umbrella of journalism. I I feel like people almost automatically like consider anyone who does what we do uh, as like a sellout, if you're not like out there rampantly accusing people of like cheating and saying this person does this and this person does that. And my, my entire take on it is like, you know what, if, if I see something that's like an official document that says this person violated a rule that I will mention it. I'm not going to go out and start accusing people when I don't have proof though. 
I'm, I think that's only reasonable. And, and it's, I mean, I, I don't know. I think, look, I, I think the world is better for having some proper outsiders and, and their opinions and the way that they can, can lead the conversation sometimes in ways that people who are insiders can't like, I, I think that's a good thing. I think sometimes even some of the people that we make fun of on the podcast for, you know, ranting and raving about things in a way, I think they're useful because I think when industry people then hear what Jonathan and I have to say, it makes us, we, we seem like a much more reasonable alternative. Sometimes I think it's, it's almost they're they're moving the, the Overton window, as it were, about some of these important industry issues. At the same time, yeah, it's not, you know, the 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 communication style of sticking your head out the window and screaming isn't really for me. And I do agree that some of this stuff, look, I mean, the game has, the game brings a lot of this stuff on itself by not having processes that we can be 100% confident in and not being transparent it enables baseless speculation at the yeah. same time. That doesn't mean it still isn't baseless speculation as far Honor, as Peter stuff goes. In a related note, the Naira steers have uh, ruled that there will be no change. I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, so within the money, you put together just an all-star cast of horse racing personalities to do just various shows. You know, it's, it's not just in the, in the, you know, the, the players podcast, you're able to, you know, you've got a lot of different programming. I mean, you've got Nick Luck, we've got, Maggie Wolfendale Morley. You've got Acacia Courtney Clement, who I once terrified in an embassy suites in La Jolla. Uh, Jonathan Kinchin, the most brightly colored bad boy of handicapping. Um, I guess my biggest question is, I guess my invitation was lost in the mail. <laughs> Fantastic. Having three names helps clearly. I'll, yeah. I'll say, I'll say that much. The, the truth behind it is when we, I mean, I was giving the origin story before. So we started the show and we had a lot of industry support right away. And then very quickly realized yeah, we're on to something here and we can do more than just serve this horse player audience that we've been serving. There's this whole industry out there that is still underrepresented in a lot of areas. So we went and said, what, what needs to be out there that's not out there? And, you know, the just international coverage. We distribute. We don't really create Nick's podcast, but we distribute them here in the States. Thoroughbred Aftercare, a cause near and dear to us. Maggie was interested in doing that show. We had done on our own originally a, a pedigree and sales podcast and realized that uh, it, it would be better handled by uh, by someone like specifically Acacia than, mm -hmm. than by us. Got her involved in that. Edison Hatter coming on board to do a harness racing show getting Ramon Dominguez aboard to do some Spanish language content. It was, we just, we thought that there was a hole in the marketplace for free, good content covering every aspect of the horse racing industry. Spencer Luganbuehl, player development, bringing Matt Bernier home. One, one of my favorite days of this whole thing yeah. was the day we were able to bring Matt Bernier home and get him doing the Matt Bernier show for us, really single-handedly launching our YouTube channel. And obviously I'm joking about the empire, but at this point it is really like running a business and it's not just podcasts, it's YouTube, it's our newsletter, it's our In The Money Plus service. Uh, for people who want extra content, we're still committed to giving all of the stuff that's always been free is free. But if you want more, if you want digests of the picks from the shows so they're easier to go back to, if you want more great Breeders' Cup content and shows on extra shows on carryovers and uh, handicappers notebooks for meets like Santa Anita and Keeneland. You can get all that uh, 
from our from our in the money podcast.com slash plus service. So we just t- just keep expanding and, and trying to do and trying to do more. So while I wait for my invitation in the mail, I'm just going to point out that I led the league in smiles per game and <laughs> PPR rating, which is a pizzazz provider rating. Just throwing it out there. Also, I should probably explain this Acacia Courtney thing. I think I explained this once and it got cut off. Uh, yeah, yeah you need to explain that because somebody's going to take that the wrong way and you're going to have a very nasty Wikipedia entry. So I, when I flew into uh, the Breeders' Cup last year, I had a like a sinus infection. And so every time I fly and have a sinus infection, it's like my ear canals just close. Like I cannot hear anything. Um, I lost my voice on Friday. So I was sitting next to Dan the entire time who was basically just telling me, dude, like I cannot hear a word that you're saying because, and I couldn't tell how loud I was talking. So I was basically just yelling at Dan the entire day. After the classic, go back to the embassy suites where I'm staying. I get in the uh, in the elevator, and uh, there's a young woman, older couple. The older couple strikes up a conversation. Again, I can't really hear anything. Um, and then I realize that they're striking up a conversation because that's Acacia Courtney. And so I decide to be polite and wait until they're done with their conversation. And so what happens is the doors close. And what I can only assume is somewhere around this volume, I say, you Acacia Courtney and uh, startle her uh, greatly. Right. So, but I I wrangle it back. I I get it back to like a normal conversation. I think she realized I was hearing impaired at the moment, Uh, but it dings. I'm like, oh God. All right. Here's my floor. Crisis averted. But she gets off at the same floor. I was like, oh, fuck. So I make a point to go the opposite way, but here's the yes. problem. It's an embassy suite and there's a fucking atrium in the middle. So now it looks like I'm just stalking her from the oh, opposite side. So, so I'm, I attend, I was like, all right, what do I do? I, I walk faster than she does. So I get to yep. where I'm going. Motor fast. I could see that working. Then I was like, I will look crazy if I just start speed walking. So I was like, <laughs> so I'm going to, Instead, I'm just going to drop way back. I was like, ah, damn it. That looks worse. And so when I realized she was getting like towards her room, I made a conscious effort to look like every other direction, except for like where she was going. So I could be like, oh, nope, I don't know. Mm, I definitely did not stalk her to her room. Um, Yeah, I I at least uh, like tweeted about it and I got like a a crying smiley face emoji. At least I hope it was a crying smiley face and not just a general like crying sort of thing. Uh, But yeah, that was it. That was the time that I terrified Acacia Courtney. And yeah, there's no such thing as a restraining order emoji. That's right. That's right. Turns out, turns out, Pete, that there's not. We're going to take a quick break here at the Notorious OTB. When we get back, I've got a hypothetical race for Mr. Peter Thomas Hornestowell. Horse capping, Im- impresario, riding genius i'm running out of words right now fuck it let's just go to the commercial break we'll be right back do you ever wish that before every nfl game you could get up-to-date and accurate information before placing any bets or locking in your fantasy lineup yeah so it is friggin everyone well now you can with the elias game plan app the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the nfl nba and mlb whether you're part of a fantasy tournament placing bets or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd elias game plan has everything you need do you want to know how powerful elias sports bureau is one time i was going to be in the finals of my fantasy league and they took away a sack 
They took away a half sack. That's right, I play IDP. I'm hardcore. They took away half a sack that knocked me out of the finals by half a point. They have that power. They can do that. They're the official statisticians of US Pro Sports League since 1913. 1913, imagine how much data they have. You see and hear their trusted facts all the time from ESPN, local radio broadcasts, television broadcasts, but now you can have all the stats, facts, and team player updates in the palm of your hand. And it's all backed by their renowned research team. Take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans we subscribe weekly, monthly, or annual. But I can get you 25% off for your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use our promo code SGPN25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN25. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning 250k plus in cash. Just download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and just watch yourself climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. That's right, if you sweep them 20 times. Bet on up to five player props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the PGA, the MMA, even NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this one. Sign up with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or just download the app to get it first deposit match up to $25. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB. Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's mine. I'm going to spell my name one more time. Check it. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S. You just lay down slow. I'm going to keep using those sound drops until Valletta Wallace's lawyers tell me I have to stop. So, Pete, you're a big fan of professional wrestling, but it's crazy. I was talking with my buddy Matthew DeSantis the other day about how much of a crossover there is between fans of professional wrestling and fans of horse racing. Like that's got to be the biggest like cross segment, like the juiciest part of the Venn diagram. How, how do you explain that crossover fandom? Such a good question. And I mean, lately it makes more sense than ever, right? I mean, as I've been tweeting about this, we have several wrestling like storylines happening right now, but typically, typically that's not the thing. I mean, I guess one thing that comes to mind is they're both kind of quixotic pursuits, right? These are things that aren't necessarily for everybody. They're always going on, you know, no off season in wrestling or, or horse racing. There is, there are, you know, athletics at the, at the heart of it and sort of amazing performances. And I think to be involved in either subculture, you need a heavy dose of, I don't care what other people think about me and this chosen pastime. So, I mean, there's a Venn diagram there that I'm describing, but it's hardly a circle. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. I mean, I got to got to work with uh, Danielle Monier, Summer Ray. Uh, you I know, from with uh, Danielle as well uh, at the, with ABR at the Preakness. She's great. Yeah, and I, I, but I felt bad because like I, I lost interest in like current wrestling, but I, you know, very much loved it as a you know kid, teenager. You know, loved like the '80s, '90s wrestlers and everything. But like, she'd start talking about like current wrestlers and be like, "Yeah, I don't know any what you're." Somebody named Kelly two times. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Um, 
But who is your favorite wrestler and why? Oh my goodness. I got to go with my good friend, Chris Jericho on that one. I mean, he's, and, and I do love him. And I think there's a few different reasons why, I mean, the combination of the athleticism, the storytelling ability and the mic skills, Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the humor with the effort, uh, the old school with the appreciation of sort of the ability to connect with a modern audience, the ability to reinvent himself. I mean, he really is wrestling's Madonna. I mean, it's just, one persona to another. He never relies on tired old things to, to, to try to, to get over. He's just, he's just always changing and doing something different, which I love. But I mean, the real reason is that he's a good friend and um, you know, we've worked on four or five books, to, five books together now. Gosh, that that's a good sign when you can't remember, but uh, he is, uh, he's the man and, and he'd be my top of the mountain for that. All right. So you've got your, you know, horse racing podcast we mentioned maybe maybe we don't you know handicap a sequence you know i don't want to take the juice of your mind grapes and spread it all out for other people i want you to be able to to you know sing your picks from the top of the mountain so i've put together a little hypothetical for you i want you to handicap this hypothetical race but here's a catch they're all professional wrestlers (laughs) tell tell me who wins this race Fire now the one. one hole. We got Andre the Giant, two Ric Flair, three Hulk Hogan, four Jake the Snake, five Macho Man Randy Savage, six the Iron Sheik, seven Roddy Piper, eight Shawn Michaels, nine Luna had to get a Philly in there, and ten uh, Randy the Ram Robinson, who's actually just Mickey Rourke's character from yes. The Wrestler. Yes, of course. Uh, also worth noting, this is a nine furlong race over the turf at Kentucky Downs. It's a 72.75 N3X allowance. Non-havers of three heart attacks allowed 50 pounds. Luna allowed 100. I think I'm going with the chalk here. And the chalk, I mean, assuming we're going with everybody in their prime. So we don't have to worry about the form line between Hulk, the most recent form line between Hulk Hogan and, and Andre. Andre goes to number one with, to me with a bullet. He was, you know, there was a reason why he was ranked number one all those years in the pro wrestling illustrated rankings magazines that I bought religiously, by the way, in those, uh, in those years. But I, I think he's just, I think he's the form and figure pick. I think he's got too much to handle, but the angle that I would go for, assuming we're talking about some sort of battle Royal situation is mm. I'd like Luna to complete the exacta here. Given Andre's relationship with her dad, um, oh, Mad Dog Vachon, I could see them sort of teaming up and getting rid of some of the more fancied runners who you might think would be more likely to finish second, be the, the second to last one out. And, you know, Andre's such a gentleman. I mean, at the end, he might even just throw himself over the top rope and give it to Luna. But I, I, I think I, I, that's how I'd approach it. A, a boxed exact Andre Luna Either order, we'll Dutch it a little bit. So we'll have a lot more Andre over Luna combinations than, than Luna over Andre. But I will cover that alternative scenario just in case something crazy happens. I like that you're not defensively using, you know, what I feel to be a favorite. To be the man, daddy, you got to beat the man. Tough. Certainly would have to be. I mean, he deserves his place in the market. Let's put you it got down. You got to wheel him in underneath if you're going to go Andre Keat on top. I think it's a pace makes the race situation, though. And I, I think it's a bad situation for Flair if we're talking about a battle royal. I mean, he's so excellent technically. And, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That kind of stuff works a lot better in a one-on-one tournament. If, the, if we were talking about a tournament-type scenario, I'd give him more count. 
I think when you're when you're dealing with an every uh, worker for themselves battle royal format, you know he'll he'll be in it for a while. He'll use that savvy, but at some point there's just going to be too many people teaming up on him. I don't think he's going to offer any value. So I I mean you this is a good you know indicator that you do this for a living because my next question was going to be what's the pace look like i was going to get you give, give me the race shape here but we'll skip on to uh who gets irad in the irons who gets paco lopez and i guess you can consider this like a like a you know valet fight who wins the valet fight irad or paco oh my goodness that, that's a tough one i mean we've seen the first match you know you have to give to to irad but it was it was not exactly a prepared for brawl when so you hit I think someone it, when they're sitting in a flimsy plastic lawn chair. Yeah, it's, uh. it's you'd like to you'd like to see it again. I mean, in, in terms of uh, in, in it, it, that is a much tougher one. I don't have an I don't have an easy answer. I guess Irad, based on what we've seen, is the is the favorite. But I, I don't I think he might get over bet for that, and maybe Paco's the bet. You know, just because I think most people the 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 lasting image in the mind is going to be. Uh, Paco's face um, getting getting bashed in, but again, I just don't think that's necessarily relevant to how it would look as a match on the wrestling uh, the WrestleMania style horse racing pay per view, which you know we we now have a bunch of new entrants in after the last uh, weekend or so. I give me Kendrick Carmouche above Roddy on Roddy Piper, <laughs> just a good aggressive Kendrick Carmouche ride, you know, like a like a November 15th at Aqueduct kind of Kendrick Carmouche ride a, a, a you know, a board Roddy Piper. I think he, uh, he takes it. We need to, we, you just need to make sure. I, I don't think, you know, the track, the way, the way it was last week anyway, before the rain, as we were talking off air, did, didn't necessarily lend itself to that kind of aggressive style, but Kendrick's smart. He might be able to adjust. Yeah, true. And remember this is over the uh, undulating kidney shaped uh, Kentucky downs course. <laughs> I was thinking about taking it to the UK and going to Utoxeter because it's my favorite track name to say out loud, but uh, I decided to keep it local. All right. We're going to take one last break here at the Notorious OTB. When we get back, we're going to talk a little Breeders' Cup with Mr. Peter Thomas Fornis. How, oh, we might even talk about his, uh, his little namesake horse that ran the other day. We'll be right back. I'm one of those people that drinks just like a ton of coffee. Just, you know, wild look in the eye, crazy crazy armpit sweat that's me i'm that guy but i just wish every cup tastes perfect like it was made for me and that's why i get my coffee from trade coffee and it's friggin great let me tell you about trade coffee it's a coffee subscription surface unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Ha ha ha, that's a neat little feature. The coffee I get from Trade is so good. I just, I can't believe how much I like what they picked for me. And their team actually worked with me to create my own custom collection, which is great for me because if I don't get what I like, I'm what some might call a grumpy Gus. If you're like me and want your coffee to taste the freshest, the boldest, go check out my collection at Trade. And if what I got isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is you want. You can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile, or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you'll love. So if you want to support small business and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total $30 off 
your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for 30% off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. Now, what is Odds Trader? I'll be damned if it's not a one-stop shop, a place to compare odds from all major sports books, but it's not just odds. You can compare the different sign-up codes, the promotions from sports books to sports books to get the best deal. On top of that, they're going to give you data, player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game time weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So, if you want all these cool features, talking handicapping tools, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, like we said, player stats, key game stats, the game day weather. Who needs a weather app? Who needs a separate weather app? We know why you're checking it. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader is the number one site for all your game day bets. Welcome back to the Notorious OTV, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. If you're just tuning in, I'm with Peter Thomas Fornatel. Also, if you're just tuning in, it's a fucking podcast. Just go to the beginning. You don't even have to wind tape. Pete, let's talk, let's talk Breeders' Cup. What are you looking forward to? Is there a specific race that you're looking forward to outside of the Classic? Oh, I was going to say, you were giving me, if you were going to give me the Classic, I was just going to go right. I was going to take that low-hanging fruit because I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, – seeing that show, which I think it will be. Um, but in terms of other races, I always love the mile. That That's a race I, I, I'm always pointing to. I mean, we may, it may be not as competitive as some years. We may have modern games as a big favorite, but we'll see. I mean, this, this, uh, I haven't handicapped it yet, but it sounds like the, 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 the mile at Keeneland this weekend is a real scramble and going to provide some interesting runners for there. And then it's always just interesting to see, the international competitors come over as well. You know, I do a lot of work over there and follow English and Irish racing closely. And, and so that's a race for me that, that always holds special meaning. I, I like the mile because you can put a freak like Nick's go in there who like can just say, fuck the pace. I'm just going, I'm going to run my eyeballs out and everybody else has to try to catch me, uh, which you end up seeing just like freaky performances in the, you know, in the mile, it feels like um, when it comes to the classic, so I, I think you kind of tipped your hand a little bit. Do you think it's competitive or do you think we're all just sitting back to watch Flightline do something absolutely absurd? I think it's the Flightline show. Yep. I'm, I'm considering if there were four to five available at this point internationally, I would, I, I might make my biggest bet of the year. You know, I think he's a legit one to two shot. And I feel like if that's wrong, he's more likely to win, not less likely. I just, I just think what we've seen has been extraordinary. I think he might be, maybe he'll be, I don't know. He's probably going to be one to two. So at that, it's kind of just the price, but mm-hmm. I don't know if, they, if there can become some competing narratives about other horses. If people worry about defunded being used as a rabbit, maybe there's a world in which it would tick up to three to five. If I had the chance to see him in the paddock and watch him go down to the start and there was three to five available, I, I think I might fire pretty hard. Even at that, I just, I just, what we've seen from him, we haven't seen, um, in a very, very long time. And, and I mean, it's not an exciting opinion, but I, I think he's nailed on. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of sit back and enjoy the show is my, my opinion on it. And honestly, when it comes to price, it feels like anything North of like one to five feels feels like a fair price on, on flight line at this point. Like I have a little bit of apprehension with like life is good um, because no one has ever beaten life is good to the spot. Like life is good has elite gate speed. Um, 
you know, it, there are other horses. I mean, you always have to to bank on on Bob's horses that you know backdoor in through the Pennsylvania Derby route to to do something freaky too that that you've never you know you don't expect that you know just massive step forward. Um, but yeah, I I'm kind of you know I'm with you. I'm I'm more just like handicapping for second and third already in the classic, and I don't even know who's in the damn thing. <laughs> I get it. And, you know, as we get closer, that idea of trying to find the horse to run second, presumably the closer, you got to figure it's going to be bad news for other speed horses who uh, who turn up there. Um, it, it's so funny. I'm shocked to hear myself say these words out loud. And we'll see, because there's a world in which this becomes a narrative and he catches a lot of money. But Rich Strike for second, or th really probably more for third, Mm -hmm. Start to look fairly interesting to me with what we've seen from him. The classic Mike Maloney Dinker, right? That's right. We talked about it the other day on the show. Yeah, and and, and I'm I have a lot of sympathy for that idea. You, I mean, you wrote the Ford for for uh, betting with an edge. I I will say I that book had the most useful information in my like progression as a handicapper that I took forward. But I also had just an insane cold streak right off the bat because I was trying to be like Mike Maloney immediately right. after I read it. And then uh, a good friend of mine, Boston Tom, uh, Tommy, he told me, uh, hey, man, can't can't mix sauces and just learn to kind of fold what, what Mike does into into what I do with, you know, like playing path biases. And, you know, uh, I took a little bit of what he does with, you know, throwing out speed figures and. I do an average. I think he he does like a general like ability figure. I find my ability figure through an average. No big deal. No big deal. I'm kind of like mini Mike Maloney. No big deal. Um, <laughs> man, that that's going to be it for us at the Notorious OTV. Uh, oh, hold on. Looms boldly. Your 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 horse. Uh, that yes. for a ten, ten strike race. And remind me again who the trainer was. This is a Brad Cox runner. Brad Cox. Who, you know, the market told you not a ton was expected on debut. I actually I was in the I was in the paddock and had a chance to see him. And and as Brad had suggested to me, he looked to be carrying a little bit of extra weight. I says, Well, he clearly takes after the guy he was named after. There you go. And so I didn't even bet, honestly, even at that big price, I didn't even bet. I was just hoping that he would run decently. And as it turned out, I think he ran incredibly well. I mean, it's one of those things where right after the fact, I did have like 18 texts of what a terrible beat it was. And I get where those people are coming from. I mean, this is a horse that was one to a hundred, like a furlong out um, and he didn't win, but it doesn't really matter because we didn't know if he could run at all. And yeah. he clearly can. He goes to his knees out of the gate. Uh, that was a closers racetrack, outside flow racetrack for sure. And he... Uh, you know, he ran an incredible race. I think we got a horse that we, we can dream on a little bit. And when you're involved for the long haul, as I am with this horse because of his name, um, you don't worry too much about the individual result. You, you worry about having a horse that can run a little bit. And, and, and clearly, looms boldly the equine can. You know, I, I'll tell you what. If next time the horse runs, if you feel just like what feels like the, the weight of the world on your shoulders, that's just me yeah. mushing the shit out of that horse. Look at the mask with my boy. <laughs> Pete, you got anything you want to plug on your way out? We've talked about it in the money media. You got any books coming out? Anything? I, I have no time to do books these days with all the stuff we're doing over at in the money media, but I just encourage yeah. people to check us out. Our YouTube channel uh, in the money media, wherever you get your podcast, you can also subscribe to our house feed in the money media. The players podcast is my show. 
Uh, we got a free newsletter. That's a cool thing. Folks can see all the content we're doing through that in the moneypodcast.com slash email. And if you sign up for our plus service today, you'd get all of Keeneland. You'd get the remainder of Santa Anita and the Breeders' Cup all for one month. So it's very inexpensive. You can check out what we got going on over there. And again, you'll get a ton of value if you if you don't want to, if you'd rather spend that 15 bucks on various exact accommodations, no problem with that. And you'll get a ton of stuff for free at the website in the moneypodcast.com. But if you want to go the extra mile, put a slash plus on the end of that. And I think you'll be happy with, with what you get. We, people, people tend to stick around when they sign up for the plus service. That's the best endorsement of it I can give. Check out in the money media. There's plenty of good stuff there. Hey, Continue to check out me. Follow the show on Twitter at Notorious underscore OTB. Give me a follow. I'm always out there being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn. And uh, yeah, give us a review. Give us a like. Do whatever. You give me a bad review. Come come with that heat. You better not have pictures of you on social media or your family because I will make fun of them too. Might as well pop and lock it on our way out. Gretch, hit me with the horse, man. Y'all ready? Let's go. Oh, no. Let's go. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go, come on! Hey, bite your jump, 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 I If you can't see Pete put down the cardboard and he's like fully popping and locking. We'll catch you next time on the Notorious OTV brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network.